Today, I have a solo episode for you about a 60-year timeline that I made that literally changed my life, and you'll hear more in a second. But before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that 100 Epic Days is starting in August, and the doors close in just six days on July 31st at midnight Eastern Standard Time. So if you are frustrated that you just can't seem to get your creative practice underway, or in the flow or you just have this personal project that you've been meaning to do for months or maybe even years and you just can't seem to figure out how am I going to fit this into my hectic schedule? How am I going to move past resistance? How am I going to persevere when it gets hard? How am I not going to give up? Join me for 100 Epic Days. This is my mindset and accountability program to help you follow through. I made this out of my own frustration with my own creative self, and I have helped so many people now get in the flow with their creativity and finish their personal projects with ease, and you'll just be floored at what you accomplish. So I really hope you join me. Go to 100epicdays.com to learn more about that. And now let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone. So today I want to share a 60-year timeline that I made that literally was the tipping point for me to finally take some action on shifting my mindset around what was possible with me and my art. I had a lot of blocks, a lot of limiting beliefs around being able to create while taking care of young children. I made this timeline while uh, my daughter was two years old. I was a stay-at-home mom, and when she was seven months old, I quit my job. And I had connected my personal identity and self-worth to my job. I worked at a really cool studio. I was a motion designer. I was doing really cool stuff. And when I left that job to be a stay-at-home mom with my daughter, I just crumbled. I, I felt so lost because I didn't know what to do with myself or what to call myself or how to find happiness, even though I was caring for my daughter and that was, you know, bringing me joy. I didn't know how to be a creative person during these times when I only had like 10 minutes here, two minutes here, and I didn't really understand how I could do anything of value with my creative self during this time of caring for a young child. And I knew that I wanted another child. So I was like, oh my gosh. So what I had done in my mind is that I had convinced myself that I should just wait. I should wait until my children are in elementary school. They're gone for a large chunk of the day. And that's when I can create. I'll just wait. You know, my daughter's two years old. I said to myself, you know, you should be five. Okay. That's three years. And I'm going to have my son soon. So maybe that's, you know, like another eight to 10 years. I'll just wait until then. And then I'll have time to be creative. And I heard myself saying this in my inner voice, just just saying like, yeah, I'll wait. And I was trying desperately to convince myself that this was okay. There was something that stood out that said, no, Leanne, you can't wait. You can't just waste all these years wanting to create art and not creating it just because you don't have an open like six hours of dedicated uninterrupted time. You have to figure out a way to get through this. And the way that I did that was create a 60 year timeline. 
So what I did was I taped together a bunch of blank computer paper, like in a row. I think there was eight pieces of paper taped together. I drew lines. So I had rows and columns. There were rows for, for me, for my husband, for my parents, for my children. And then there were columns for like our age. So it went from, so at the time I was 34, I think, uh, when this <laughs> timeline was made. So I started at 34 and went all the way until I was 108 that's when I decided I was going to die at 108. So this gets a little morbid. Um, so the timeline went all the way out to 2090. So what I did was chart my age and my, you know, major milestones, my husband's age and my husband's milestones that we're kind of imagining my children's milestones. And these are good and bad. And my parents so I charted in each little block as it went along on this timeline for 60 years, you know, we would have our next child. My daughter would go into elementary school and then my son would go into elementary school. But I also charted like things like my dad's failing health and, you know, weddings, you know, as my children got older and grandchildren and then my mother's failing health and then funerals and like all the things that happen like college hunting um all these things that happen in our lives and I was looking for an open window I was looking for like a good 10-year chunk when I could say like okay this is the time when nothing major is happening you know in this estimated future projection and I couldn't believe it, but there's actually no window of time. There was no big open space in this 60 years where nothing major would be happening. And I didn't even take into account like my health, like maybe something going wrong with me or my husband, you know, you never know what's going to happen. There's, you know, really happy, positive major life events. Like, like I said, you know, graduations, weddings, college hunting, grandchildren, but there's also the negative ones, you know, like people's health failing or, you know, deaths and funerals and all that stuff is a major disrupt to our day, to our week, to our month, to our year. And I think our culture kind of doesn't look at that. And what this timeline did for me is show me, okay, Leanne, guess what? There is no open space of time. If you're going to wait, you're going to be waiting forever. And really, you can't wait on your dreams. You just can't. And so I saw that actually the window of time that's the most available, which is so ironic, is actually now while my kids are young. And before I did this timeline, I thought like, oh, this is the busiest, most demanding time. And it was really interesting to see like, wow, no, it always stays this intense or gets more so. And the responsibilities just always pile up. You know, it's like, yes, your kids leave, but now you're taking care of your parents, you know, or it's just, it never ends. It never ends. And, <laughs> and then you think stepping away from the 60 year timeline, just within a year, you know, everyone says, oh, you know, I'll start that goal in January when I'm like fresh in the new year. And this 
open space of time. But you think about all the holidays that happen, all the birthdays, all the work stuff, all the things for your kids' school. You know, there's always disrupts. There's always things that happen. Like January, yes, you have that month free, but then there's like Valentine's Day. And then there's your kids' spring break. And then there's like another holiday. And then it's someone's birthday. And then someone gets sick. And it's like never, never stops. So what this did for me is really show my subconscious mind and my intellectual self that I really had to figure out another way. I had to really figure out, okay, how can I be a creative person in this way, in this, you know, version of myself that is constantly just taken over by other people's stuff. And I know there's like boundaries that have to happen and I'm working on that, but I'm the person, I'm the type of person that wants to be involved. You know, I don't want to just like climb under a rock and be a hermit and not, you know, interact with people. So what it did was allow me to start asking different questions, you know, instead of asking the question, well, you know, when in the next 10 years could I start making art? I started to ask the question, you know, how could I make art in smaller chunks of time? Maybe I need to rethink what type of art I'm making. Maybe I can't make a full, you know, like super detailed frame by frame feature film animation. Maybe I need to scale that back to just making drawings. And within that, Maybe I can't make like fully rendered, gorgeous, you know, time consuming drawings. Maybe I shift to have it more about the idea and they're just, you know, quick little sketches. And that's what kind of led me down this path to figure out my epic bone style for the drawings that I make for my art now is really thinking about, okay, I still have something to say. I still want to express myself, but given this season of life and this type of day that I have, what needs to change? What kind of art am I making now? What do I need to let go of? And who do I need to become? What type of artist do I need to become now? And it's a different one. It's a different one that I had in my head. And I eventually will probably evolve and build towards something more complex and perhaps something that I had originally in my head of like, this is you as an artist. But had I not taken this step to do this 60 year timeline and show myself that there will always be something getting in your way. There will always be an event and there will always be an emergency. There will always be a happy event to go to. There will always be something. If I hadn't done that, I would be sitting here. I mean, five years later, having not started, honestly, I could have found every excuse in the world to have not started. We moved apartments several times. We moved towns several times. We had trouble getting pregnant. We were dealing with that. We had, you know, our jobs we had. And then I, we ha I got pregnant and had my baby and then COVID. Like there was a million reasons why I could have said, yes, Leanne, you know what? It is a good idea to wait on your dreams. You know what? Don't take action yet. You're not ready. There's too much going on. But I am just so grateful that I made that timeline. I charted it out until I died at age 108. 
And I said, you know, this isn't like a way to look at, okay, now that I've shifted my mindset, I didn't like crunch the numbers to do the math to say, okay, how productive can I be from now until I die? I really looked at it as like, wow, this is an opportunity to think of like each passing year. How can I figure out how to fit just some semblance of art making into my day? You know, even if it isn't perfect, even if it's not what I intended, but just like very methodically, gently, compassionately work on my art in a way that fits into this new type of day and just let it unfold into my beautiful life. And that's exactly what's happening. And this 60 year timeline was the first step. Now, from there, I did a lot of personal development work before I was able to get started because I realized I had a lot to work through with the limiting belief around having children and making art. So I did a lot of inner child work, a lot of shadow work. Um, I got like deep into manifestation and did a lot of healing. So it was really two years later until I was ready to start thinking about making art again. So this is definitely a long unfolding. I do not think it has to take that long. And I think that what I'm offering through Epic Bones, through my program, 100 Epic Days, and my art even, like my affirmation deck and everything that I'm sharing, I'm hoping that you don't have to wait this long to figure out, you know, wow, okay, there's never a good time to start. There's never going to be this beautiful open window for me to make, you know, my art or my writing or my music. I really hope that, you know, what I'm sharing through this podcast, through my work is going to help you get there faster. You know, I don't want you to wait years like I did just kind of wallowing in self-despair. Like how can we show ourselves maybe there's a new way? How can we start asking those different questions? And so if you want to make your own 60 year timeline, Go to my blog. I'm going to put it in the show notes, but there's a little picture of what I did and you can kind of see how you can do this yourself, or you can just find me on Instagram, epic underscore bones, and I'll send you the link to that blog post. But it's an interesting, a very interesting exercise to do to start where you're at now and chart 60 years into the future. And if you're older, if you're saying, oh, Leanne, I'm, you know, 80, I don't have 60 years left. I challenge you to chart 60 years of, you know, the rest of your years on this earth, and then go into your afterlife, you know, what, what will be transpiring then? Like, it's kind of a fun thing to think about. It's like, okay, 60 years here, 60 years somewhere else. It's all the same. So I want you to see like, what can I do now? How can I shift what's going on? What do I need to think about differently? And I want you to get there the way that I did. I mean, this 60 year timeline, I can say for certain changed my life. When I saw it all laid out, all charted out, it woke me up. It was the wake up call that I needed to say, wow, oh my gosh, I literally thought there was going to be at least a 10 or 20 year open window of time. And when I saw that there wasn't, 
it was exactly the slap in the face that I needed to say like, okay, stop waiting on your dreams, ask different questions. Let's get this show on the road. So, so here I am now as Epic Bones making these super simple black and white drawings, but loving it and feeling awesome about my creative self. So I do think that there's a way for you to get here as well. And I hope that sharing about this timeline helps you in your journey. Okay, I hope that that episode inspired you that now is the time, my friends. Now is the time to start whatever it is you've been wanting to start and to find the support that you need to follow through and make sure that you stick with it, that you don't get distracted by shiny object syndrome, that you pick something that you want to express, whether it's writing or drawing or painting or creating a podcast or posting on social media, whatever it is where you just really want to start expressing yourself, you know, don't wait because like I said, there's just no open window of time where there's just going to be this magical, oh, this is the time when it's going to happen. So if you would like the high level support that is absolutely necessary to stick with stuff like this, despite your hectic schedule, join me for 100 epic days. This is exactly how I plowed through the resistance that I had around making that affirmation deck. There were so many hurdles that I I had to cross and I definitely would have given up had I not had the accountability of the group. And all the mindset stuff that I learned in that first round, I share with you. I have cataloged it all. It is in a system. It is my Epic Bones method and it helps everyone move through their resistance and get their projects or their creative practice in the flow and finished. And I want that for you. You know, I don't want you to look back and see me during the summer and go into the fall just high as a kite doing my goal and seeing the other people in the group just making so much progress and feeling like, oh, I wish I had joined her for 100 epic days. Don't let that happen, you know? And the learning that you get by doing 100 epic days, it's something that will stay with you forever. So, you know, yes, it is an investment to do this program, which is part of the reason why you follow through is because you have skin in the game. But the learning that you get is something that you can carry with you on the next project and the next project and the next project. And you just have this confidence and self-trust and all of the things you uncovered about your resistance and why you had it. It all gets uncovered. It all gets healed. It all gets resolved so that you can move forward in this really like unstoppable, limitless way after the 100 days. So you might think like, oh, why would I pay all that money just to get this project done? But it is so much more than that. And you can listen to the past episodes of other people's success stories and see firsthand, wow, okay, I get it. So I really hope that you join me for 100 Epic Days. We start on August 1st. The doors close July 31st at midnight Eastern Standard Time. You can go to 100epicdays.com to learn more, or you can go to the show notes and find the link there. And I'm excited to take this next round of brave souls through their 100 epic days and see all of the amazing progress and all of the amazing finished projects 
at the end. So check that out. I've got a lot of great interviews and solo episodes coming up. So subscribe to this podcast if you're not already. Thank you so much for listening. And if this was useful and inspiring to you, please share this with a friend. You can text them this episode. You can email it to them. It would make me so happy to know that, you know, if you found this episode useful, that it might inspire someone else. So thank you so much for the support of this podcast. It's been really fun to get this off the ground. If you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast, that would be amazing as well. And I will catch you in the next episode.